I'm Jared Dillian, and welcome to the Be Smart Podcast. I'm here with my pal Dave Mannon, who has not been on the show in a couple of months. Welcome back, Dave. Thanks. Glad to be back. What have you been up to? Oh, man. Um, just went on some trips this summer. That's right. That's right. You went to... Did you go to Disney World? Yeah. I went I went fly fishing for a week first. Is Disney World, like, super crowded? It was. Yeah. And, and it's hot, too, right? It was hot as hell. <laughs> yeah. it was it was a bad time of year to go to disney world did you go to did you go on space mountain we did we i mean space mountain is just cool it's, it was it's, cool yeah it's really yeah it cool. was awesome i mean all the disney world roller coasters are are really there's no loops well i think there's one now that has a loop but it's a new one but like you only got to be 44 inches tall so i was it was me and my me and my oldest austin and my brother-in-law and his seven-year-old and all we did was try to just get on roller coasters. Yeah. That's all they wanted to do. Well, you know what I've been doing? Um, playing with yourself. <laughs> playing pocket pool. <laughs> no, I've been writing short stories. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just, you know, it's funny. When you walked in, I was, I'm almost done my eighth story. Yeah. And this is the first one that's really a love story. It's, it's a very, very good love story. Okay. So... Not there's you've written a couple of bad love stories. Like yeah, yeah. Things yeah. that didn't really yeah. go too good. No, this this has a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> well that one had a happy ending too with the with the wife with the lady across the street, but <laughs> <laughs> That's right, you did read that one. Of course. That was night moves. Yeah. Night moves. Um so I'm I'm super happy. It just it just makes me happy to write. So I can't wait to get these published. Yeah. Yeah. So you've I'm sure you've written and talked extensively about your MFA and how how cool it was to get it. And yeah, actually, I don't think I've I think I've talked about it a little bit on the podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, the one thing I learned from that program is that writers write. Yeah. You know, I talked about writing short stories for years, and I just never did anything about it. And now I'm like, like shit, just just do it. Yeah. Like literally, just do it. Well, I mean, I'm going to say, just as long as I've known you for, what, 12 years, 10 years maybe, um, this is like the most excited and like the most satisfied I've ever seen you about anything. Yeah. Like, of all the, you know, the houses and the and the Corvette. Cash you know, prizes. Yeah, all that stuff. You know, it's yeah. just like, this is, seems like, this one seems to be more lasting. Like, you really seem yeah proud of this. Oh, it's neat. It's really cool. You see, you see the email right there? You see it says Jared Dillian, comma, MFA. See that? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Cool. Terminal degree, motherfucker. <laughs> Go in there and pull out the wallet that says MFA. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of degrees, you got sconed on your student loans. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, I was just... Oh, I was just waiting there, hoping any day now that money was gonna come. You know, I, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to deliver pizzas now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, anybody that believed that we were that was ever gonna happen, is, you believed it. When you believed it, well, I believed it could that there was a chance. But once it once it got to the Supreme Court, and I was just like, I started to kind of think about it more, like, like okay. First of all, I didn't think they wanted it to pass. I mm-hmm. mean, I think that's this is how I think Democrats work. They like they kind of they don't want to look like the bad guys. They'd rather 
you know, make someone else look like yep. the bad guy. So they didn't have to make the decision, yep. and, you know, and, and, and be the bad guy. Now they can say, oh, those mean old Republicans, they took away your money, and <laughs> you got to vote for us, so we'll keep fighting for you. And, and <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like watching these TV preachers. It's a t- they're like TV evangelists. I mean, it's just like, you know, send me your money. We'll the Lord will rain His blessings yeah, upon ca- you. They campaign on that. They stuff. campaign on that shit. They yeah. campaign on 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 raising the minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour, and and like the first two weeks are like, oh gosh, that mean old parliamentarian took the took that out of the bill. We can't do it. Yeah, it's just it's just that doggone parliamentarian. <laughs> we just can't get that passed. We're so sorry. That dang them. And that's all you hear of it. And then they'll well, say, "Well, we got you got to vote for us again, so we could fight for that stuff." You know, <laughs> from a more practical standpoint, what are you going to do? First of all, how long have you had these student loans? Like fifteen years, something like that. I uh, yeah, since I I guess 13, 12, that's, 13 that's too years. long to have student loans. Well, but it was well, there's not much left. I mean, I'm just keeping that twenty thousand. Just keep because that's the number they're floating out there. Oh, just in case. There's gonna be another pandemic, you know something. <laughs> I'm waiting for the next one, so I'll just make the minimum payments until. So what's the payment on that? Like three, four hundred? No, no, no. It's like a hundred and fifty a month. Oh, that's nothing. It's pretty. It's worth. It's worth the risk. Yeah. It's like a bet. I look at it as a bet. It's a wager. If you know you're gonna risk, whatever two thousand dollars a year to make to win twenty someday yeah. maybe you know who knows. We'll see. Did, Not, you, did you see the Yankees game where the cameraman got one right in the kisser? No. You didn't see that? Mm-mm. So, uh, man on first, double play ball to second. It was the Orioles. Uh, picks it up, throws a second. The, guy's, the guy in second overthrows first base, goes in the camera well, and literally hits the cameraman right in the forehead. Wow. I mean, this is like a, it's like a ninety mile an hour throw. Yeah, and you can see the ball like bonk, like right off his forehead, <laughs> and it it broke his orbital ridge. Yeah, broke like his eye socket. Wow, is so, he gonna be okay? Did he lose an eye? Or? No, he's gonna be okay. Yeah. yeah, well, good for him. That'll be a nice settlement. <laughs> <laughs> I bet thirty five, thirty thousand attorneys saw that and was blowing up his phone. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yankees are, it's it's terrible. They lost fourteen to one last night against yeah. the Orioles. It's too bad they're not in the National League. They 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 be in the wild card or maybe win one of them divisions. I don't know. They're eight games out of first, same as the Cubs. They're both. Yep. So what are they going to do? Are they going to unload players? You think at the deadline? I, I don't think they're sellers at the deadline. I think they're still buyers. I think they might pick really? somebody up. I think they're going. They're not going to give it up. Huh? Yep. They don't want to just probably be. It's probably a pride thing. Maybe it's like Yankees are never sellers. Do they ever sell? Like, are they ever like? Not since the early nineties. Yeah, I mean they're always. Yeah, you just can't send that message to your, to that fan base. That, yeah. You know, that's they're not the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Cub fan is like, yay, we're gonna get rid of all our good players and get all these other players that we don't know if they're any good or not. But it's, it's, it's great. I love it. I love being a Cub fan. Uh, it's stupid. I hate the Cubs. I hate being a Cub fan. You know the Marlins have a better record than the Yankees. The Marlins have the fifth best record in major in Major League Baseball. Yeah, that's is a Rod. Didn't a Rod? No, a Rod Jeter. He bought that team. He he was a part owner. 
He and, still is. And he was, I, don't, I think he was GM or assistant GM. Right. And he basically got fired. They said, pack your shit. Like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, he he was doing a bad job. Like, basically, he came in and was like, we're going to be like the Yankees. And we're going to spend $300 million on players. We're going to do all this stuff. And they're like, are, are you insane? Like, we don't have the revenues to support that. Huh. So. Mm. See, I thought he went down there just to purposely make the Yankees better. I thought it was all. all now, that's why you see him on TV all the time now. He's doing all these commercials like Subway and. The, <laughs> yeah, like he he's he's out of management. He's and he's doing announcing and. Yeah, he's he's out of uh, he's out of management. Mm, yeah, I missed that. I didn't know that. Yep. Mm. Well, well, good. I'm glad they're doing better. I don't know. The Marlins are probably my least favorite, least my most hated team. Really? Well, they've been a thorn in the Cubs side. Yeah. I mean, you remember the Bartman ball? Yep. You know, that year in... 2003. Yeah, and then there's, there's been a couple of seasons where the Marlins have gotten in a, in the playoffs as a wild card or something and swept the Cubs out of the playoffs. Yep. That was Lou Pinella. I'm actually going to see the Marlins uh, in Miami play the Yankees. I got oh, tickets. Neat. Yeah. Neat. That's an yep. indoor... All the all the time it's, now. It's retractable roof, but they never have it open. Yeah, they never have it open. Yeah, why would you? Maybe in November. Yeah, or April, or if they ever make the World Series, I bet they would. Yeah, maybe October baseball. That'd be that would be neat to see October baseball in Miami, which it's happened. They've had some. Yep, they've won more World Series than the Cubs. Well, maybe. So, what do you think of Trump? Hmm. And I ask this sort of in a general way. Like I have I have like a nuanced view on Trump. Like in some respects I hate him because he cozies up to every tin pot dictator in the world whether it's Erdogan, a King John, Kim Jong Un or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um he is an authoritarian. But the tax bill was pretty good and you got to love what he's done with the Supreme Court. So he did some good things. He did a lot of bad things. I just kind of have, you know, you can kind of look at that period of time and say, you know, just have two ideas that you hold in your head at the same time. Like some of it was good. Some of it was bad. Hmm. Yeah. Um. That's funny. You know, I bet, I bet everyone has, you could ask anyone, what, what, what do you think of Trump? Like, what's, you know, I don't, um, God, I gotta be completely honest. I was just, I was. It was so funny to me when he got elected. Like, I was literally, I literally thought it was funny. Like, I thought, this is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> People were losing their minds. It was. The reaction to him getting elected and, the you know, by both sides. And it was just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if there's no turning back from having this kind of president. Um, you know, I don't think he's any Worst, I mean, we've had worse. Like, I did not like, you know, getting lied to about going to Iraq in that war. You know, I didn't, I thought that was, you know, what kind of a president administration, what kind of administration would survive that? And now people think, wow, boy, Bush was, was a great president. You know, they, they forget that. And then because they think Trump is so bad that they, they want, because he, you know, it's the lack of civility to me. I think it's the lack of civility that makes most people mad. Yeah. Um, and he, it's an ugly face of empire is, is, the way I, is the best description I've heard. He's, 
Obama was well-spoken, funny, charismatic, good-looking. You know, Trump is none of those things. He's, I mean, he's got charisma, but he like, he appeals to the, to the slobs. You know, <laughs> it's the slobs versus the snobs is what it is. It's that's what this country is divided into now. And I stole, I saw that on the cover of the that Caddyshack DVD. You know, I, mm-hmm. I found that in the in the store the other. I'm like, and it said snobs versus slobs. I'm like. That's perfect. That's that's exactly yeah. what this is. It's the snobs versus the slobs, and they can't stand each other. It's so, class. You've talked about class before. So I, I wrote a little bit about this. I wrote a piece on my Substack called Anti-Intellectualism. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And really, if you Trump polarizes people into intellectuals and anti-intellectuals. Yeah. And intellectuals hate Trump, and anti-intellectuals love yeah. Trump. Yeah. You know? That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your opinion? I don't. I mean, well, first of all, I, I, you know, you and I are sitting here talking about politics, and I think it's counterproductive to talk about politics unless you really know about politics. I agree, hundred percent. And you know, I have subscribers that live in D.C. and they work in politics, mm-hmm. and they send me emails, and it's way more insightful. Than anything I'm going to come up with on my own. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. It's we're all kind of uninformed voters. You know, all we can go by is what we read on on the same Google searches and the same articles, whatever everybody else has access to. So I don't know. It comes down. To, you know, religion is a big thing. I mean. Some people are just single-issue voters. They're not going to vote for anybody that supports abortion. You know, I mean that's that's a big, big, big part of your your base. So I don't know. It's it's funny because I'm a single-issue voter. Was what taxes? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all I care about. Yeah, I'll vote for whoever lowers my taxes. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's really, I'm a single-issue yeah, voter. Yeah, probably lots of people like that. It doesn't mean I don't care about other things, but the tax issue outweighs everything. Sure, sure. Well, I don't know. I don't, I haven't heard, are they, are they talking about raising taxes? Is either party talking about it, or? Um, you'll hear more about that going into 2024. Um, I mean, you heard about it going into 2020. There were talks about... Uh, having taxes on unrealized gains, which is essentially a wealth tax. You were, there was talk about um, taxes on higher income tax brackets. Mm-hmm. So the the highest income tax bracket now is like six hundred thirty thousand or something like that. So they were talking about putting in higher brackets, like people who make a million, two million, ten million a year, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just. I just. I don't want to see it come down to Trump and Biden again. Like, I mean, does it? But you know no, what? You know, nobody does. That's the thing. I don't. I don't think it will. I don't think it will. I hope you're right. I mean, so this is July of twenty three. We have until November of twenty four. That's sixteen months. There's so much that can happen. Yeah, there There's, is. Like. You know, like in, in pool, when you're like shooting across the table and somebody says there's a lot of green in between? Yeah. There's a lot of green in between. There's a lot of things that can happen there's between a lot now that can and happen. then. Yeah. 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 I don't know, man. What do you think? What do you think of this RFK fella? I mean, he's a kook. Yeah. He's, he's definitely a kook, but definitely an entertaining kook. 
Um, I heard him on the on the radio recently. Um, he, what's he has something with his voice? There's some. Yeah, it it took me a while to get past listening to him because of the way he talks. I don't know what caused it or why, but I don't I don't know. I don't know. I th- you know what? I think he's I think he's a recovering alcoholic. I didn't know that. I think he is because he's one interview. I heard him talking about how since like this like before I got sober and after I got sober and I think he said he got sober in 1983. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I thought that was interesting. So I don't know. He you know if I knew I, I'm I'm trying to learn more about him because I the guy does he has an impressive. Uh, resume. I mean, he's done some. I mean, what he, if he if he if he did what he says he did with the Hudson River and cleaned it up and made it so you can you can fish in again and it doesn't catch on fire. And, you know, I don't know. He he brags about well, that. Well, he doesn't he doesn't have a realistic shot unless something radically changes. He's polling at about nine percent right now. Yeah, and Biden has like fifty eight or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, if he gets close, they'll just they'll just kill him. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> oh man, like someone someone got mad and shot that guy. I don't know, some crazy lone lone wolf wacko. You know, <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know. Surprises? I don't. I don't. I don't know what third party maybe. You know. Well, have you heard of something called the No Labels Project? No. So the No Labels Project is uh, funded by some billionaires. One of them is Howard Marks. Um, and the No Labels Project is is on the ballot in all 50 states, and their intention is to nominate a centrist third party. Mm. Um, They're on the ballot in all 50 states? Yeah, yeah. Now, they're not going to do this if Trump is not the nominee. So if Trump is not the nominee, they're not going to do it. But if Trump is the nominee, there's going to be a third party, like right down the middle. Hmm, interesting. Makes you wonder who supports that. Like, you know, is the, are the Democrats supporting that or is the Republicans supporting that? I don't know. Nobody. Nobody. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Who are they going to, who's going to be their candidate? Well, I know, but I, I don't think I'm at liberty to say, so right. I can't say on the podcast. I got you. So. I got you. Well, we wonder when they're going to announce that. I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah. Hmm. No. Interesting. Wow. Yep, politics. Ask me anything. I know a lot about politics. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of wondering what's going to happen. I mean... Did you know, it was talking about local politics, South Carolina, Henry McMaster is going to be the longest serving governor in the history of South Carolina. Oh, interesting. Because he, he took over the back half of Nikki Haley's term, mm-hmm. and he's been here for two more full terms. So he'll be, he'll have 10 years as governor. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't, I you know, I haven't heard any complaints about him. What do you think of him? I think he, I think he handled himself pretty well during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Definitely. But he hasn't really lowered taxes, Mm. you know. We have high state income tax, don't we? Yeah. It's higher than most. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Well, we might, if, uh, if Disney World leaves Florida, Nikki Haley said, wants to try to bring him here. To South Carolina? Yeah. 
<laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> You've been to Disney World? Not in like 25 years or longer. Yeah. 30 yeah. years. Yeah. It's crazy. Everything's on you. You got to do everything on your phone now. Like the, you got to book rides on your phone and order your food on the phone. Like it's just everything. Everything's on the phone. You got to have the app to do stuff. So how much money did you spend? I don't know. I don't know. It was the 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 re, the resort and the tickets to the park were basically a, were a gift. They were from my mother-in-law. You know, she does this every summer. She so you had to pay for the food. Had to pay for all the food and and you know, travel and stuff. So I'm not too sure. Um it just you know, it's like you can't use cash anywhere. So you're like, how do you know what you spend? You're just handing over your card all the time or using your bracelet you get wrist you got to wear a wristband now that they give you they actually you order your tickets to get into the park and then they mail you these wristbands like a month ahead of time and that's what you wear it's got all your information on there little mickey mouse wristbands get in your room get on your ride everything it's almost kind of creepy it's a little weird but that's 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 it that's that's the way things are going See, I'll never get my wife there. She hates she hates theme parks. Yeah. Like, she doesn't like the crowds. So, even if I wanted to go, I couldn't get her to go. Yeah. So. I like roller coasters. That's I like just... I like... Like, I used to go to Great America a lot up in Chicago. It was... It had a lot of good, a lot of good roller coasters. You know, I have outgrown the roller coasters. Really? Yeah. I was... Uh, this was a year or two ago. I was in L.A., and I went to Knott's Berry Farm, and I got on a roller coaster. It was one of those hanging ones, oh, yeah. and it had a couple of loops and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. It was a pretty intense roller yeah. coaster. I got off of that thing. I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm yeah. done. Like, I'm, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. You, it beats you up now. Yeah. It beats you up. They're, they're a little rough. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, what do you know about Woodrow Wilson? Um, Woodrow, like I think, wasn't he World War One? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he got two terms, right? I remember the the second term was what I remember was he campaigned on he kept us out of war out of the World War One out of World War One. He kept us out of the war. They voted him in, and then he said, "All right, we're going to war." After he got in. Yeah. So he's also responsible for the income tax. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What a piece of shit. He's also responsible for the Fed. Yeah. I don't like this guy. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is what happens when you put academics in charge of things. Mm. Yeah, now we're getting somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) He's... The only professor, uh, he's the only person in U.S. history, professor that was a president. Oh, only, really? Only one. Yeah. He was a, he, he was, had a PhD? Yeah, he was from Princeton. Interesting. It was, what, in what, do you know? Uh, I want to say, like, I don't know. I'm not going to say. Yeah. I don't know. We know Newt Gingrich had a PhD in history? No, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I learned that in college. I guess he wrote his PhD about, something about, you know, it, it was... You know, because when I was in learning, it was all colonialism was bad. All this horrible things were done. And 
Newt Gingrich was kind of old school. He wrote his PhD about how the Belgian uh, educational system in Con in the Congo, how, how great it was and what, it, what all the great things it did for the people of the Congo. So there was, he still had that old kind of colonialist, yep. you know, version of I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was a smart guy. I'm sure he was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he was no dummy. Um, so what else, So what made you want to, what made you bring up Woodrow Wilson? The income tax. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I've been hearing some chatter. I mean, this is all like, you know, right-wing radio and stuff like that. Yeah. But people have been, there's been some chatter about repealing the 16th Amendment, which allowed the income tax. And I think repealing it would be pretty much impossible. Um, but it's interesting to hear people talk about it, you know. Yeah. I mean, it would be great. It would be awesome <laughs> if, they, if they got rid of it. But like you said, you know, it would be Democrats would be against it. You know, Republicans would be for it. And then you draw a line in the sand. You know what I mean? That'd be... I don't know. Unless Republicans are for it, what do you? I mean, are you hearing a? If it's a right wing issue, I guess I'm assuming it's a Republican issue. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. So are you supporting this? I mean, you know, the funny thing about it is that, like, Trump's tax reform of 2017. You know, the Republicans are funny because they don't they don't really think big. You know, they're like they're like yes. We got taxes from 39.6 to 37. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Like, great. You know, yeah. like, who cares? Right. Yeah, I guess there's this, I mean, where do these, where does the revenue come from to pay for, like, and, you know, welfare and food stamps and social services and Medicaid and stuff like that? That's the... We get, we get substantially most of our revenue from the income tax, personal income taxes. Yeah. That's where most of it comes from. Mm -hmm. Corporate taxes are a small part of it. Excise taxes are a small part of it. It's mostly personal income taxes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they did away with it, first of all, I mean, if you're, you're worried about inflation now, if they did away with the income tax, look out, baby. Inflation would skyrocket i mean yeah that's an argument that some people make like there's there's some left-wing academics that say if you cut taxes then inflation goes up and if you raise taxes inflation goes down i don't really know i don't think there's a lot of empirical evidence to show that that's true yeah i mean to me it's just you know if 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 you're consume if you're giving people that live paycheck to paycheck and consume most of their checks on goods and services, then, you know, if you give them more, they're going to spend more. Of well, it. economists have a term called MPC, which is marginal propensity to consume. Mm -hmm. So if you make $40,000 a year, your marginal propensity to consume is very high. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to spend pretty much 98 cents of every dollar that you take. Yeah. But somebody who makes a million dollars a year has a much lower marginal propensity to consume. Mm -hmm. Like they're only spending about 20 cents of every dollar they bring in. The rest of it goes into savings and investment, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a, you know, there's a, it costs, it probably costs 40000 a person to live now. 
So it's if you start if they got more 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 income, less taxes, then they'll probably keep they'll still spend more until they make too much. But taxes taxes on people who make less than about eighty thousand a year are basically zero. Yeah. It's basically zero. Mm. You know. So one other thing I wanted to talk about was immigration. Mm. Like there's a lot of conservatives that get really upset about what's going on down at the border and stuff like that. And I, I understand that. Like, I, I'm, I sympathize with those arguments. But have you ever thought about the fact that isn't it a good thing that millions of people want to come here? Yeah, I guess you could look at it that way. Sure. Be, I guess it'd be better that if, if millions of people wanted to leave here, we'd, we'd probably have some problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you think about these people that come from, like, Honduras and Nicaragua and stuff like that. Like, they could stop in Mexico. Yeah. Like, they could easily just, like, okay, we like it here. We're going to stay in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Mexico is, like, a real country. Like, it's, you know, it's a rich country. Yeah, yeah. And they don't. They keep going to the United States. I Honestly, I don't. I wish I wish we would just make Mexico part of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, you instead of having to worry about a, a border you know, on the southern, you know, Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, you move, take over Mexico, and then your your border would be, what? Very 50, small. 60 miles? Yeah. I mean, heck, 10 guys could patrol that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. You know, you know what the best performing currency last year was, and also this year? Well, you're probably going to say the peso. The Mexican peso. Yeah. Yep. I didn't know. They still, they use that, huh? Yeah. Mexico's doing good. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I mean, I remember. I got a hundred dollar bill, hundred dollar, hundred pesos one time, and I was told it was like worth, you know, you could buy a pack of gum with it or something. It wasn't worth much. I was like, dang, I thought this is worth a lot of money. No, the the peso is going up. Hmm. Interesting. How come? I don't know. I haven't really followed it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So I'm playing racquetball. Yeah, I heard that. You said you were never going to play again. Yep. I did say that. Well, good for you. Yep. That's good. I need to play again. How's the elbow? Ter- well, it's, it's okay, but it's not it's not 100%. I feel like I feel like if I do something wrong, it's going to just explode any minute. Like, you know, you got you ever had the- Well, you said you were going to go to the doctor if it doesn't get better. Yeah. Like right now I'm trying to just, you know, rest it. Rest it. I should be icing it, but I'm not. And I am going to the gym. You know, I go to the gym, and I, 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 last time I was there, I did some light, some weights to try to, to try to strengthen it. You know, see if that helps. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. More to be, more to be. Uh, You're getting too old to work on houses, man. Well, yeah, I need, I need to find something else to do. I think about that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I still got. I still got to finish some things, you know. But you hate selling houses. I do, I do. I, 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 I had one listing here. I don't remember I had a listing. I had actually, I got fired by the customer. <laughs> yeah, I mean they were super nice about it, but they were basically, basically like, you know, well we're gonna, you know, we're the contract was getting ready to expire, and they wanted to go get a different realtor. I'm like, I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's calling me and like. Can you do this or that? I'm like, well, I'm I'm going fly fishing. I'll, I'll, you know, okay. Well, what about when you get back? Well, I'm going to Disney World. You know, so I'm like, 
and, you know, I'm just like, what kind of a realtor am I? You know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing a very good job. So, yeah, I, I honestly shouldn't have taken the listing. I really, because I've, but, you know, I've, I've known him since I started, and, you know, I was like, well, if, if it sells, great. It'd be nice. It'd be a nice little commission, but you know, and and she'd be happy. It'd be a win-win, but there's just been nothing but problems, and you know, and now I know there's just a lot of problems with the house that I shouldn't know. So if I'm the realtor, I ha- I get I ask questions, I have to answer them. So now, yep. Now that I'm out of it, it's they can they can lie to whoever they want to lie to now. Yep. You know, I don't know. But anyways. So yeah, that kinda that kinda put me out of business. <laughs> <laughs> My one listing. So but you know, it's one of those things. If I decide to get back into it, i I might do it and, and commit to it. But I got it's gotta be a full time. You know, I have to it's a full time job. I can't do it. I can't do it half ass, be flipping homes and doing this and then trying to do that. And I'm just not good with, you know, unmanageability. I can't, I can't organize a crew of guys and then. And I don't know if you're. I don't know if you remember this. Run an office and all this other shit. Back in like the mid two thousands, everybody was a realtor. Sure, yeah. everybody was a realtor. Yeah. And I remember two thousand eight. I was looking at some places in Miami, and my realtor was saying, if somebody, if so, if, if you're going to work with somebody who is a model and a retail a realtor, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, you know they say the average realtor sells like between one and two homes a year. I mean because the most realtors probably sell zero homes, yeah. you know, and then the the rest of them are out there hustling and selling twenty to thirty a year and and even more. I mean, there's realtors here now. Like I know some realtors. They sell they sell a house almost every day. Every day they're closing something. I mean it's. But they have teams, you know, they have all this, they have a network, they have all this support, I mean, they have all this stuff. That's just, you know, that's, and this lady I know that does that, you know, she, she's got an MBA, you know, she's a legitimate businesswoman. She's running a business. So it's, you know, I was, when I was at my best and doing, making my most money, I was still always a one-man shop, you know what I mean? I was on my own, I had to do everything. I had to do it all from... All the paperwork, handling all the closings, all the or getting all the inspections lined up. I mean, most of these realtors have all these, all these teams and all these people under them that that do all this other stuff for them. Their companies do all that. So I was just with a little company that didn't do that. We were all kind of on our own. So that might have been why I got burned out. I need a team. Maybe I should be a team. Join a team. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Remax or Century Twenty One, Sotheby's. Well, they get a much lower percentage of the commissions. They do, yeah. They get like fifteen percent or something. No, they get about fifty. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and there's, you know, I was getting eighty, eighty percent. Some get a hundred percent now. They, you know, the only but you're on your own. You know, like Keller Williams. That's what that's their big. They're a huge company. All their their agents get a hundred percent. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that, but you get a, but their, but the company gets a fee for every closing. That's how they make their money. Yeah. 
Yep. So, yeah, that's real estate. I don't know. Prices seem to keep going up around here. Yep. Yep. So my uh, my estimated completion date on the house is now February. Oh, it's yeah. I got pushed it back. Yeah, pushed it back. How come? What was the excuse? Um, mostly windows. Windows. Yeah, windows were a little late. Yeah. yeah. So what are they doing now? They got them in? They got the windows in? Got the windows in. Uh, the electrical's done. The plumbing is done. They're done? Yep. Wow. Roof is on? Roof is not on. That's not interesting. Yep. They left that left that like that. Huh. Interesting. Well, but the windows are in, you said. Yeah. Yeah. Siding? Uh, they got the siding there. It's on site. They haven't put it up yet. All right. Well, next week I'm going to have to come out and take a visit. Yep. You going to be around? Uh, I'm going away Thursday and Friday, but I'll be back on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe Wednesday. You still smoking cigars? Um, I haven't in a while. I, I'm not really in the mood when it's really hot. Let's put it that way. No, yeah. But if you want to go to Bourbon and Burns, we can always do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like going there. Hmm. Yeah. Well, cool. You got anything else? Mm, not really. <laughs> Want to go to Bucky's get a brick, brisket sandwich? I did go to Bucky's on did my way to... back from North Carolina. <laughs> I took my old pal Dale, eighty-eight years old. Did you get him a brisket sandwich? Yeah. No. What did he get? Yeah, he did get a brisket. Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. He forgot his teeth though. <laughs> <laughs> Or we left, you know, he, he, we met, and then we we rode together. He's like, God damn it, I woke up late. I left my teeth by the bed. <laughs> so all week he didn't have his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's hell to get old. Yeah, I must, yeah, we had some adventures. He fell in the river and got stung by a bee, and then I got stung by a bee. and That was one day. That was a rough day. All right. Well, let's let's. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Shenanigans. Thanks for listening to the Be Smart podcast. I'm Jared Dillian. See you next time.